The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, March 7th, and we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. The way that we do that is we encourage you to ask us questions. You can do that through our website, jillonmoney.com, as long as the Russians don't hack it and take it down, Mark. I guess that's that caveat now. All right. I'm not going to go there. Not going there. going to keep it positive for today. Uh, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button, and you can let us know if you're willing to come on the air. That is what Emily did. Emily's on the line in New Jersey, and Emily's husband is theoretically listening in, but I fully expect to snake him into the process. What do you think, Emily? Can I do it? There's a possibility, although he just zipped his lips. Uh Uh-oh. Zip lips for Mr. Emily. Okay. What's going on, Emily? How can we help you out? Uh, well, would you like the good news or the bad news first? Um, hmm, I'll do good news. I need some good news today. All right. Well, the good news is we read the book that you wrote, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. Excellent. And on page 212, you have a lovely list. We have set a date night to review. We have a will. We have a power of attorney. We have advanced directive. And we just bought an exercise bike for in-home spinning, and we're looking forward to the classes you recommend. Oh my God, that's fam- fabulous! Are you um, are you doing the Peloton? Are you getting the app? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to get the app. Okay, so the app is good. First of all, congratulations on the estate planning. Thank you for that. I am going to tell you, as I have said often on this show, that I am a power zone person. So that means my number one super favorite instructor of all time is Christine Dare Cole. And I love Matt Wilpers and I love Dennis Morton. So those are my three. All right. What's the bad news? I got the good news. What's the bad news, Emily? The bad news is that I have a brain freeze. I have FOGB, fear of going broke, when I look at our money and where we're going to draw from for retirement. I'll give you all the specifics. We are we are also afraid of that bad news topic that you don't want to go to, the, the war impact and what's, what that's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were a little bit late to the Roth game, and we're a little bit late to dividend-producing stocks. 
So I, I can answer your questions about what we have where and then hope you will help me with what we should pull from where to live on. All right. Emily, how old are you? I am 61. Uh, how old is that man's voice that's out there? 67. There he is. <laughs> there he is, 67. Are you guys still working? Are you retired? What's happening? He is fully retired, and I am in gap year mode and considering full retirement. What does that mean, gap year mode? Meaning that you gave your notice and you're not sure if you're going back or like what? What does that actually mean? Uh, We are both self-employed, have both been self-employed, so I am just not taking projects right now. Oh, okay. Very good. You you said you live in New Jersey, high Mm -hmm. tax state. Do you own a home? We do. And how much is the house worth? About 700000 Is there a mortgage that's still outstanding on that house? There is not. Is there any other debt floating around? We have a $31,000 car loan. Okay. What's the rate on the car loan? Don't know for sure. Sorry. But you think cheapish, right? Not like 4%, but more like one or two? Probably, yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, how about your safe emergency reserve fund? So that may also be bad news. I have what we have in um, in investment accounts that are not retirement is we have about nine hundred and thirty thousand. Okay, that's great. Okay, and some of that is bonds, and I think of the bond fund as my emergency fund, and I'm not sure if that's appropriate. I don't love it. I mean, I think a true emergency, if you had to, you could pull the trigger on anything, but we generally would say that anything that can fluctuate in value would not be the best place for you to keep an emergency reserve fund. So what do you have just in cash, whether that's inside of the brokerage account or in a savings or checking account? Uh, really not much there. We have maybe maybe 10000 or so. Okay, got it. All right. So that's you have a non-qualified brokerage account. Do you manage that yourselves? We do. We have every, everything is in uh, Fidelity. Okay, got it. And what about your retirement accounts? What kind of retirement accounts do you have? We have IRAs, Simple and SEP. We've got about 1.6 there. Mm-hmm. And then in Roth, we have 86000 What's the game plan after a year if you, if you decide you're done with working? Is it to stay where you are, to move somewhere else? Is there any general game plan there? Yeah, it's to stay where we are. We're, we're close to my father who is older and we're his primary support. Mm-hmm. We have uh, downsized. We've had two, two houses and we uh, downsized to the one. How about Social Security? Have, um, has uh, Mr. Anonymous over there claimed Social Security yet? <laughs> He has not. If he, we're hoping to wait until seventy, and at that point, he would get twenty nine hundred a month. When I'm seventy, I would get thirty six hundred a month. How much do you guys need to live on for real? Right now, because we're in a new house and we're doing projects on it, we're spending about ten thousand a month. Or I'm, bu- pardon me, I'm budgeting ten thousand a month, and that includes um, our vacations for the year. It includes, you know, the trees that are going to come down and. Mm-hmm. All of that sort of work. All right. That's not bad, though. Uh, what are you doing for health insurance right now? I mean, I, Mr. Mann has got Medicare. What about you? He does. I am paying about 700 a month for, <laughs> uh, for health insurance. You like, can't get to 65 fast enough, huh? That's right. right. There are a few times in your life where you want to actually like age faster. (laughs) One is your late 40s where you're like, please let me get to be 50 so I can put more money into my retirement account. 
The next time is let me get to 59 and a half so I can pull money out of my retirement account. And then the next time after that is please God, let me make it to 65 so I can claim my Medicare. Okay. So you got a bunch of money. What's your best case scenario for how life goes in the next, you know, few years? Um, well, we've, we've seen people retire who have not been able to spend any of that time in retirement. Mm. Um, we've had a few, a few friends who have passed away before they've had any time to enjoy it. So I'd love to enjoy the time uh, with Mr. Anonymous and mm-hmm. do the things we want to do uh, and also be available for, uh, for caring for my dad. So ideally, I wouldn't be working the next couple of years, uh, but my fear is that if I if I don't, then a couple of years from now we'll be like, oh gosh, we could have had a couple more years of saving. Mm. Uh, how old's your dad? He is ninety six. Oh my god, is he okay? He is. He's in good good shape overall, but uh, definitely needs more support on a daily basis. Will you inherit any money if he ever dies? Because I feel like. You know, I just found out from somebody uh, who I interviewed on this show who off the air, I said, oh, I have a 98 year old mother-in-law. How much longer do you think she'll live? And the doc- this is a person is a doctor. So, you know, once they get into their 90s and they're not like in decline, could be a while. So um, presuming your father cheats death, that would be a miracle. But if he doesn't, would you be inheriting something from him? Uh, yes. The expectation is that there, there would be uh, an inheritance. About how much? Um, well, we keep asking him to spend it all and to stick with us, but uh, but if he doesn't, it would probably be about three hundred thousand. Okay. And if you were to go back to work in some fashion, not a hundred percent, before you retired, your really like great guns, achievement oriented self. Mm-hmm. How much did you earn in that period when you were like going for it? And and what do we think you could earn if you took just the projects you wanted to take? Yeah, I think if I took a couple of projects a year, I could easily make uh, seventy to 80000 Hmm, hard for me to pass that up. Let's say it's 50000 Mm-hmm. Okay. You're both in good health, right? Mm-hmm, yes. I think that there is this three-year period that might be helpful for you to be having a little bit of income. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, and what were you making before when you were like going for it? Um, over, over a hundred, a little over a hundred. So if I said 50, does that seem reasonable? Like, or is that like bumming you out if I say this? No, no, it isn't. And, and especially if the world gets back to travel, uh, my work involved a lot of travel and I wouldn't mind doing that again. Okay. So what I'm thinking is this, I'm thinking the fear of going broke is real. I get it. You're not going to go broke. But if you want to improve your odds, here's what I would do. I would, number one, I would say once the self-imposed gap year is up, to start taking a project or two or three and aim to say, I'm going to take the things that engage me that I like to do. So this is, as my friend Raul likes to say, this is when I stop talking about Jill on money and I talk about Jill on life. Because I do think you're young. And I think that being engaged is a good thing, okay? And I understand fear, but part of the way that you can get over some fear is to A, have some income and B, feeling like I am intellectually engaged, okay? So 50 grand, what does this do for you? This is what I want you to do with the 50 grand. You do not put any money into retirement plans at all, but you take the 50 grand and you pay for your health insurance and you pay for a few bills 
And then you use money from your investment account to supplement, okay? You don't have to take a ton, but you do have to take money from this investment account that you're pulling has to be money that's in cash. So what you need to do is, when is our gap year up? Uh, June. Before June, what I would like is if we are saying that you're going to make 50-ish, um, you got to have some money that's really in cash, not in bond funds. Okay. So the money that I think you're going to need, and maybe you do this as part of an overall port, like you do, maybe it's June and you're going to do a rebalancing. What I would do is I'd look at my investment account. I would look to see if you have losses and I'd look to see where you have gains. And I would try to net out some money where you have like a, a somewhat, not a hundred percent because it won't be possible probably because you're long-term investors, but try to have somewhat of a neutral tax position if possible. I would free up some money. So I was thinking that of this 900 some thousand dollars in the non-qualified account, I'd like $150,000 that's actually safe, boring cash. Part of that is your emergency reserve fund. And part of that is going to supplement you for three years. Okay. And you're not going to worry about it. Now, I would also be very clear that you need to be, you need boundaries, okay? You cannot do this and have fun doing it if you're just going to go right back to where you are. You know what I'm saying? That like, if you kind of want to retire and you're kind of scared to, you actually have to take the middle ground, which is let me create an off-ramp. I think that just suddenly stopping, you don't have so much money that I think suddenly stopping makes a ton of sense right now. And more importantly, we need to get you guys to this next hurdle, which is husband claiming social security at age 70, right? Then I think you decide how you want to manage that. Now you're 64, almost 65, knows how the numbers are going to start to work. You say to yourself, well, maybe now um, the, the last year before Medicare, maybe I'm just going to make a little bit of money just to pay for my health insurance. We're going to take a lot of trips. Life is good. And now what you're going to do is you're going to look forward to the next gap that you might find, which is before you claim your social security, right? And then that point, I do think you can just pretty much live on your investments. Look, all the money that is in your retirement accounts, I don't think it's worth it for you to soak up your liquidity and convert it. Mark, do you feel differently? Do you think that they should be converting to Roth, because I feel like that's going to use up all that money that's saved outside of retirement. So we need that money. So no, no conversion. So now you're you're absolutely off the uh, you're you're off the the worry about that part of it. But I think that if you take this in little pieces, it's a lot easier to manage it. It really is. How does it make you feel when I lay out an off ramp like that? It makes me feel more comfortable. I okay. think that I've done kind of every model, every forecast, every everything, and they all say that we we can retire. Mm -hmm. um, but I do know that we like our projects, and our projects mean renovating a bathroom, renovating a, a boathouse, renovating a. So I, it's hard for me to to spend the money that we've got in savings because I'm a saver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, this is one of the really interesting aspects of retirement. There, there are parts of this that are just about like emotionally, how do I feel about retirement? But then the other part is I'm a saver and I don't know how to not save. And so not saving is a little bit anxiety provoking. And if you pair not saving with pulling money out, 
then that's really going to cause you some anxiety. But you've got to give yourself permission to do it because why did you do it in the first place? Why save if we're never going to take money out, right? And I know it's hard. I know that it's hard. We hear this all the time. We really do. But it is, um, it's one of those things where I think that you have to be able to let yourself do it or else you're just going to be working forever then. So that's why I think a middle ground does make sense. Oftentimes we're talking to people who can do everything they want to do. They really can do those things, but they will not allow themselves to. So let's give yourself a way to get to where you want to go, but maybe not as abruptly. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. If you, like Emily and the very quiet spouse, see how we got him to talk? I I feel like I could have gotten him. I could have hooked him right in, but I just wanted to respect that he wanted to be a, a voyeur just sort of watch, listen. Uh, If you will have a question like Emily and spouse, give us a holler. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we'll get your note. While you're there, get our free weekly newsletter and subscribe to our other broadcast, which is called Eye on Money. Very easy to do. And everything just always lives on the website. So check out all the great stuff that we do. Okay. Excellent. Well, I just want to remind you to do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. 